We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. And I'm Luis. You're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to turn your content into profit. Let's go. If you want to learn how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. There's a surprise in there for you. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, l- lately with the intro, I'm like, oh, I'm getting man. all nervous and stuff. See, you're not getting ready. We're I talking think, about this. Get your crushiness ready. I, I think it's because of the epicness of today's guest, yes, which absolutely. we'll be talking all about how to find your difference and crush it on social. Did I nail that headline? That was pretty good oh, headline. Let's go. Yes, that was pretty good. Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. And today's and sponsor friend. is your own The Biz Bros. We what? sponsor our own podcast. That's right. With That's Content right. Momentum. Yes. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're watching or listening to, and you want to turn it into value-packed bite-sized assets, you want to save that time on editing, the pain of hiring team members so they can Ooh, do all baby. this for you, and yes. you just want a content team that plugs into your own we are here for you. So slide into the DMs at Biz Bros Co. on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere. Just everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Guys, also go ahead and subscribe to this amazing podcast. So you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Incredible guests, incredible lessons. Ah, oh, take it home. Yeah. Do your homework, execute, <laughs> and have amazing success. And follow us on social media at Biz Bros Co. That is right. And our one ask for you today is if you find this episode impactful, and you believe today's guest help you move one step forward towards your goal, and you know of somebody that could use this message as well, please don't forget to share it with them and leave a five-star review. Thank you. What a surprise we have for you today. I'm sure that by now you've heard plenty of times that you need to show in an authentic way. Well, today's guest is an authentic as they come. Actually, she helps thousands of women and some men too leverage what makes them unique to build their business. I remember the first time I heard about her. My girlfriend went to someone's event and came back talking all about today's guest. That definitely picked my interest and I started doing some digging. So I joined her almost all women Facebook group. I might've been the only guy at that moment. Talk about niching down. She, she knows who she's talking to. And immediately I understood what the hype was about. Today's guest help coaches stand out on social by developing a unique coaching method plus signature business model. She also hit seven figure in sales in three years. Epic. Did I say it right, Fonzie? Yeah, that was pretty All good. right. See, but you know what's more epic? How she has prioritized her personal life. Something all entrepreneurs can learn from. Yes, I oh, love that part. Yeah. I love how she she is actually an incredible singer and actress. Ooh, ooh, yeah, super let's cool. Let's go. Please welcome host of the Pretty Awkward Entrepreneur podcast, incredible business coach, and Harry Potter's number one fan, Megan Megan! <laughs> Sounds like the best intro ever. <laughs> Let's go. Like, how do I live up to this now? I'm so nervous. <laughs> Pressure's on, Megan. Pressure's on. Don't be, don't be. You got, I mean, pro, pro, starter. Rookie. Rookie. <laughs> we got this, Megan. 
Hey, thank you so no, much. Uh, We're so excited to have you here. Fonzie has raved about you. I'm not part of the Facebook group. I'm going to I'm going to be honest here. Yeah. Cuz I follow the instructions. I follow the instructions. You know, Fonzie <laughs> went in there with a wig, you know, even though he had a beard and you know was able Everyone's to sneak in. Everyone's truly welcome, right? Everyone's <laughs> yeah. truly welcome. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and, and you make everybody feel super welcome, but that is something that I noticed, right? Like when I was trying to join your Facebook group, I noticed that everything it was branded niche down for women, right? Which I think important to niche down. I'm, I'm sure we'll definitely talk about that in this episode. But, you know, like I had so much curiosity coming from my girlfriend that she went to an event to watch somebody else. And all <laughs> of a sudden she comes back and she's talking all about you. I'm like, I need to know who this person is. So I joined the group. And let me tell you, you that, that one time you run a five-day challenge. That was absolutely amazing. I loved it. The way you, what you taught, the way you executed, the community that you had. I was impressed. So, I, I mean, it's needless to say, I'm very excited to have you here today, Megan. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm yeah. really, I love what I do and I have an incredible community. So I'm really, I'm really lucky to have the support of them, but I appreciate you saying mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Of course. So uh, just to give a little context to, to the people listening to us, Uh, how this this journey started on building your community and helping these amazing entrepreneurs and coaches build their own you know platforms uh, what how did all everything start were you like that from the very beginning when you were like a little little kiddo uh, or did you not evolve over time how does that happen yeah I de definitely evolve over time um, but I have been as you were saying before, I have been in theater and I've been singing since I was a little kid, but I was quite shy when I was little. So it wasn't something mm -hmm. that I was super open about until I was like eight years old. I mean, that's still very little, um, <laughs> but like I'm talking two two years old, belting at the top of my lungs, like Les Mis. My parents come from a theater background, they're singers. So something I was always really um, exposed to and yeah. naturally gravitated towards. But I'd say as I grew up, as I got more confident, as I did more personal development, I was way more confident to like really put myself out there. So it was definitely a gradual growth, but I can share a little bit about kind of how I got started in business. If, if you Absolutely. Well. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I got started in around 2012. I joined a network marketing company and I had been using their pro their programs and their products for a while as Beachbody. And I already loved the programs. Um, I basically was coaching without getting paid. I didn't know you could get paid to be a coach. Um, and so I had a lot of people join with me and do the programs and all that stuff. So when I found out I could actually build a business, I was like, I'm already doing this. I'm just not getting paid for it. So it was a really natural like segue. Yeah. Uh, but I quickly realized you have to actually work to make money. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I sort of did it, sort of didn't. I did it when it was convenient. I was um, in LA pursuing an acting career at the time. So I was more focused on that and bartending in between, things like that. Um, and by around like 2014, I went to my first live event and I kind of got sick of my complaining. Mm. Like, this isn't working, blah, 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 all this stuff. I saw all these people have so much success. And after that event, I said, this is it. In mm. a year, I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. I had moved back to New York by that time. I'm born and raised in New York. And I moved back and I was like, I remember doing background work in like, 15 degree weather and just being so defeated. I was like, this is not why I went to school. This is not why I, what I want to be doing. And so that was like a really pivotal moment. And a year later, I was able to quit all of my side jobs uh, because of building that business. I went all in. 
And it really was just a mindset flip. Um, And then fast forward to around 2016, I started to get an itch to do something else. I loved that company, but I actually have a YouTube video coming out really soon about why I left network network marketing. So it's going to be so good. That'll be really juicy and a podcast. It's all coming out next week, actually. So it's kind of perfect timing Um, because while I love some aspects, I really didn't like some aspects. So it was a combination of things. Um, and I just knew I was meant to do other things. I had learned so much and I felt so limited in what I could help people with based on, I could only help them if they joined the company. So in 2017, I finally did it. I finally joined a program that helped me create my own offer and went out into the world with that. And then in 2018, quickly pivoted to business and life coaching, which I should have been doing from the start. That's mm-hmm. really why I flourished in Beachbody was the business aspect. Yeah. And it's been ever since. We've just been growing and growing and building this incredible community. But it was like by the time I launched this business I'm currently in in 2018, I had all these years of like ups and downs and what to do, what not to do. So it did seem like an overnight success, but it was not. It was years in the making. So yes. that's a you know, little synopsis, I guess. I love it. I love it. You know, we often talk about those overnight successes, right? And I'm doing <laughs> yeah. air quotes for those that are listening. Yeah. And some of the people that we use as example is like YouTubers, like Mr. Beast, for example, that he spent eight years creating content before the year. He was like, you know, he exploded to millions of millions of subscribers, but people, yeah. they, they forget to see all those, you know, seven other years of hard work and lessons that he put into into the industry or into his own business so congratulations on that i think that's amazing and i think that is a a great message to start with and to share with people because we live in this society of quick wins right it's like dopamine where can i find the the that quick little thing that is going to take me to the next level and very rarely we're going to really yeah. find that. And what we find on the other side is just disappointment sometimes, right? And discouragement. And we need to learn how to deal with that. How do you go about changing that beliefs in people? How do you go about turning them into, hey, it's not about the quick win. It's about consistency, hard work and the long term and those, you know, marginal gains. Yeah, that's a great question. It's I wish I could say it's easy, <laughs> you know, um, and I, I think we all go through that. We're all like, oh, let's you know, I just got into this thing. I want to see it have success quick. Um, I, I do it by one sharing my story and being super honest, like whenever someone's like, you know, how do I see success like you have? I'm like, well, be in it for eight years. <laughs> like, that's how, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I think just literally sharing my story helps them. But the biggest thing I've really focused on and you mentioned it in my intro was I really am so such a big proponent in, in enjoying the journey. And like, if you are working 12 hour days and you're so burnt out and you're ruining your marriage and you're like neglecting your kids, you know, all these things that I have, you know, I don't have kids, but I've definitely done that. I've definitely neglected my husband and my family and my friends. Yeah. And I regret it because it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. I know I could have gotten here without some of those seasons. And so when I started this business, I was super intentional with that. I was like, we are not sacrificing any of that. I'd rather it take a little longer. Um, and actually in, you know, the things that are important to me stay important to me and are my priority. So that's one of the biggest things is have, um, your priorities stay your priorities and find what you can enjoy during the process. 
So for example, if you're creating, I know you're, you guys talk about content so much. If you are creating content, how can you approach it from a, like, I'm excited to create content. How can you get into a high vibe, whether it's doing it when you are really energized at a day at a time that you tend to be more creative. Maybe you blast a certain music before, maybe you watch a certain YouTube video for inspiration instead of like, Oh, I got to go create content now, <laughs> which it's really easy to get into that rut when you are just yep. trying to keep up with everything. So yeah. enjoying the journey, having those like those breaks in your day or breaks in your launch schedule and in your business plan to do something that you just love that has nothing to do with your business and really seeing what is this all for? Is this just to make money this month? Is it just to say you hit six figures in a year or is it to build financial wealth and sustainability for yourself and your family? If so, like knowing that's going to be forever. So why not just like have it be a long-term process and not put all that pressure on yourself? Is that like, Makes sense. Yeah, so no, absolutely. Total, total, hundred percent. Says I, I love what you mentioned about specifically the content, and thank you for for going with the theme of the show too. But yeah. I think this also applies to everything, like you mentioned, right? We started with the screen printing T-shirts. Right? Before that, we did stickers, right? And we hated the process, right? It was like we were staying up till three a.m., four a.m. screen printing T-shirts out of our garage. This was happening yeah. like four years ago, right? Th- that taught us a ton of lessons that we, you know, bring with us today. And when we decided to do tackle even inside of content you know we you always see about the maps and what you should be talking about and the the youtube and that comes after you actually enjoy doing the content side of things right but how do you get started how do you remove yeah. all that friction for us is literally follow what you just said it's like create something that you actually enjoy doing and for us is this platform is this show having these amazing yeah. conversations with entrepreneurs like you right and we're like oh this requires no friction whatsoever because we love to do it right like if everything goes south we remain with this amazing piece of uh, th- this amazing experience right that then it it turns into content right but the experience itself is yeah. so worth it that allows us to execute consistently so i think that on the content yes absolutely 100 percent. but also on your on your business that like you mentioned right like uh how do you find there's a lot of tra- there, there's a lot of friction at that point with the people that you help the people that come into your community at the ground level right not let's say like not content specific but um, on the business side of things, on the coaching side of things, right? Like, what what do you notice is the the catalyst on why they start doing these things? Why they start? You cut out for a second, so I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah, yeah. The question so, what is the catalyst? How do uh, yeah. what is the catalyst that causes people to join your community and start creating that change? Right? What what have you noticed? We've seen some trends in past interviews, or even with us, right? Like for us was the need, the greed of money, right? We, we needed to make some money at first and there was yeah. no structure whatsoever. And then that quickly yeah. evolved into many, many different things that we've, we've shared on the show. But for you, what, what's the common trend that you see? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Totally. So it's definitely to make money is a huge one. I mean, it's, but it's, it's to make, I I notice a lot of people that I have joined my community and my programs, it's to make money doing something that they love. I I think especially in 2020, um, this, that year really made us all realize like life is short and we've got to take advantage of the time we have, especially with our loved ones and things like that. And so I saw a lot of people finally taking action on things they've been talking about for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, Hey, why? Like, why is this something that you want to do? Because like, let's be honest, you could make money in many other ways. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So it's gotta be something else than just that. And I would say 99% of them 
because I really do coach mainly coaches, they feel like this is their life purpose. They're like, I know I was brought on this earth because I had this huge transformation and then I got training in how to do this. And it's like their side hustle, their passion, like they want to talk about it all day. So why not make a business out of it? So that's, it's kind of those twofold. It's like financial freedom, be able to make money, being at home a lot of times with their kids, things like that. I coach a lot of moms. Um, and then also to like really, really feel so fulfilled in what they're doing every day. Well, yeah. So, you know, the thought that comes to mind when talking about purpose and wanting to help others and financial freedom is false beliefs around money, right? Because that mm -hmm. happened to us, right? At first, when we started, no shame in sharing this, actually a little bit of shame. But, you know, when we started, we got introduced to this digital world by Ty Lopez and his I'm here in the garage with the Lambo ad, right? Because at the moment we're like, oh, yeah, like we that would be yeah. cool to have, right? <laughs> of course, totally. the, the journey has transitioned a lot, big time. And, and the reason why we do things has changed a lot, too. But now we're not in the same position of need that we were before. But I had so yeah. many false beliefs around money, around charging others to help them with something, right? Mm -hmm. And for someone that is doing it because of their purpose, right? That they firmly believe my purpose yeah. is to coach somebody else in XYZ topic, but I need mm -hmm. to charge them for that. Like, yeah. The, Do the, is there like some sort of dissonance in there where they feel uh, conflicted inside? And how do you help them move beyond those? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially people who are starting out. I'd say my higher level clients don't struggle with this as much. They do struggle with raising their prices, uh, worthiness and imposter syndrome and all of that. But especially beginners, I struggled with this. Like I yeah. remember my first rates when I did health coaching was obnoxiously too low, like way too low, you know? So it's very normal. Um, and I think it's because like one thing I is my motto is like, do something you would do for free. Like I, what I'm coaching on, I would coach for free. If say mm. I had, you know, financial freedom forever guaranteed knew I never had to work a day in my life. I love what I do. So I think it's important to love what you do so much that you would almost do it for free in a perfect world, yeah. but you shouldn't do it for free <laughs> all the time. Now there are like scholarships and, you know, we give so much free value. So you are doing it for free in a sense. Yeah. But the reason is, I mean, I've done it. I've had, you know, people do certain things for free. And again, this is like a, a gross overgeneralization. Not everyone will do this. Some people will take free stuff and run and really implement and be epic with it. Yeah. But the majority of clients I've helped that I had a super low rate because I was really nervous or didn't feel worthy or whatever it is, they did not get the results that the clients who I challenged to figure it out did and make and invest more did it was you know that that on um, phrase having skin in the game it mm -hmm. was that they yeah. were like okay i have something on the line i'm gonna show up more and the more i raised my rates the more experience i got um i saw that happen more and more and more and it was something that you kind of just have to try it but start small like i just said i started obnoxiously low i don't regret that because it's where i felt comfortable Yeah. Um, I do see a lot of people in the industry say like start at the highest rate, like go right to the top. And if you can do that, great, go for it. But yeah. I know that like that would have made me stop. I wouldn't have kept going because I would <laughs> yeah. have been paralyzed, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So 
don't just like blindly listen to someone, a mentor or me, right? Like don't like just listen to someone because they're saying it, do what really feels right for you. And for me, that felt like slowly inching. And then once I got to a higher level, I was able to go, wow, look at what this transformation was worth to to this client. Look how much they just made and how many sales or clients or confidence they just brought in. Like this coaching is worth so much more than I'm charging. And it's not, never charge what you're worth, right? You're worth, you're worth millions of dollars. You're worth billions of dollars. So we can't charge what we're worth. Charge what the transformation is worth. That's something that I've been told for a long time. And I truly agree with that. Um, And then one thing that just helps me help more people is I do have flexible payment plans. I do have programs that are more accessible. And a lot of times those have less of me in it coaching them but I still can help people at a certain level. So that's another way to help you ease into pricing is like try to have some programs that are maybe at a lower um, investment level so that they can ease into it and make enough to invest in your next program. I love it. I must say, Megan, that you just drop. Yeah, that's a gong. That's a gong moment because you just did what we called a golden (laughs) boulder, which is, you know, golden nuggets are cool, but golden boulders are way better. You know, charge what the transformation is worth. I think I think that is so, so important to have a system where you can go in, measure first what that transformation is, right? What that transformation is worth and then go back and be okay. Well, I can now charge X, Y, and C yeah. to other people. I love it. And be- before you transition, because I know, is that Wait, a question? No, is no, that a question? Not a, it's not a question. I'll, uh, okay. I'll leave that question to you. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I, don't, I want to add. I don't want to add a question. I, you you I, have the smart question. <laughs> I'm going to add a little <laughs> bit. So we actually had this guy called George Brand in the podcast, which yeah. in part also is why we have the pink background. Um, <laughs> jo- but George Brand is, he's awesome, right? And yeah. He made me realize something about offering services, right? He's like, people don't really pay because of like the tools or the frameworks that you have, the the how-tos. Like they pay because of the level of support and accountability that you're offering. So, and and that is what you're saying right now. You're like, you know, Mm -hmm. the lower levels, they're not going to have so much of my my support and my accountability. Because, you know, something that we realized too is the content that we're sharing on the free side of our business comes without support and accountability from us personally. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's very similar, if not the same at the content that we're sharing on the paid side as well with some added things, but in here you have the support and ability from us and we're behind you, you know, helping you 100% succeed. Like we're going to do everything in our power to help you succeed. But at the end of the day, their success is dependent only on that person, whether they take action or not too, right? Like, I think that that created, I'm about to transition to a question here, (laughs) so I'm going to let my brother add. But for me personally, that was like, that that, that was a realization. It just opened my mind. Like, wow, I don't need to keep just creating products and services on top of each other, right? It's all about that support and accountability on, on helping that person actually achieve their goal right how how fast can we help them achieve their goal um you know how much pain can we take away from their journey i mean there's many variables but i just wanted to add a little bit to that because i think it's so valuable what you just shared yeah i'm curious to hear like on your journey on like how how you started on the on the pricing side of things right because um that was a big hurdle like for for most of us right and we shared this story about a couple years ago that 
um, we were struggling to stay consistent on publishing. We were struggling to like find the message that we want to portray. We had like seven different services that we offered at the time as freelancers, right? And this was like two years ago now. And what we decided to do was okay, let's let's dial down. Let's work on the messaging first. Let's go live on Facebook because that removes the friction from production value. And at the time, we had this amazing equipment, cameras, lights, and we we're trying to produce this highly produced show, right? Two <laughs> cameras, the light, like, okay, this is going to be amazing, right? But it never happened because there was a lot of friction uh, to be able to execute. So we're like, okay, how can we remove all that and publish and practice our message as frequently as possible? For us, that was a minimum viable content, which was Facebook Live. For a lot of people, it can be a daily blog. For other people, it can be like a daily Instagram post it doesn't for us was video it was the easy way uh for us to execute now with that came an opportunity that changed everything right like after 15 days this guy approached us and he invited us to kind of like a content dinner and then from there he he, he started the well a relationship started that was like about eighty thousand dollars worth of services right and it was incredible. And that was the day that everything changed for us. And it was like that light bulb moment that was like, huh, okay, the service has a value to this person. That price point was attached to it, right? So now mentally I'm like, okay, this allows me now or, you know, my false belief around this is, is knocked out. Now this service has value for this specific market that at the time was the CEOs of different companies that needed their time back, right? So with that, we literally grabbed it and went like for it. And then that's exactly what we started to target in the conversations or relationships. And it helped us big time to move forward, right? And then we now currently after a couple of years, we now help different people with that. So that was like our specific story that allows to charge that amount of money like with you obviously and you see different yeah. scenarios right how was like your experience around that and uh like what were your first steps like if they were different than ours because that might allow some people to break free of those beliefs and just start going for it right because there's what they yeah. have to offer is of value to somebody yeah for sure especially with price i think pricing is so individual there's no like whenever someone's like, these are your pricing guidelines. Like this is, a, this is what you should do. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Like I never, that never sat well with me. I think mm-hmm. ever some of the biggest question I always ask my clients is like, what will you be excited to show up for? If you are dreading a call because they didn't pay you that much and you're resistant and you're starting to resent clients, which I think everyone experiences that. I definitely have experienced that. That was a sign that I need to raise my prices, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's because, and the reason is it's not because you want to make more money or whatever it is. It's going to do the client a disservice if you are resentful. If you're like, I'm not making enough to yes. want to show up to this. That's like not fair to them. That's a waste of their time and money too. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing I go, are you excited to show up for this? And I think I want to say this one tip with like a big disclaimer is look at the industry's standard or average. But again, Sometimes I'm like, if I have a client who wants to charge way less than that because of where they live or the specific clientele they serve, like literally is in a certain income bracket that they can afford that. As long as you are excited to show up for it, then you can say, you know, screw the industry average, I'm going to do what I want. But it's just helpful to get kind of like a ballpark range of that. Um, And then the next thing is to look at what is your hour worth? Like if you were like, I'm going to do an hour and a half of coaching or an hour of coaching, Mm -hmm. what do you feel like your time is worth now? When you look at how much you're making in the year and you divide it by the number of hours, what's your hourly rate? Now, 
this is kind of like, this will be obviously different for everyone. But again, does that feel good to you? Does that feel like way too high for you? Does that feel way too low for you? So I know these are kind of like more conceptual suggestions, but those, those are three things that I would, I would definitely recommend doing with pricing. And for me, it got to a point where I was slowly increasing my prices for my one-on-one coaching by like $500. And then I got to a point where I was like, I just doubled it. Cause I was like, I have had so many years of experience. I have taken so many classes. Like the value is ridiculously higher than what I'm charging and what I'm going to even charge. And so I just finally got to a point where after enough time, you feel confident to do it. And I just jumped and my clients jumped with me and they had incredible results when they up level too. Yeah. Incredible. That's awesome. We definitely relate to the no charging enough and then being (laughs) resentful of your client. Yeah, it's yeah. feeling. <laughs> yeah, when we first transitioned into the digital world, um, we started with uh, some sort of social media marketing <laughs> agency where we would just go and be like, "Oh yeah, what do you need? Pictures? Yeah, we can take pictures." <laughs> we we didn't do, we didn't know how to do anything. We would just ask them what they need, and then we would go to YouTube and learn how to do it, and then go back and execute. I, you're such an entrepreneur. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. But yeah, but it's it lots of lessons learned. Yeah. Lots of lessons. But it turns yeah. out we we pitched this restaurant, right? And it was five hundred bucks. I remember it was the first time I was doing a pitch for five hundred bucks. We came from working for this soccer franchise that teaches kids from two to six how to play soccer. And the membership price in there was like 30 bucks. So going from 30 bucks to 500 bucks, I was like, <laughs> I was so scared. I was like sweating. I even dressed up with a suit and tie. It, oh. it, yeah, it was, it was very odd. Yeah. But, it's been five years since you wore yeah. a suit and tie yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah. it's been okay. odd. That was, that, was la- <laughs> that was the last time. But I remember we closed that deal and literally within two weeks, I was like, this is too much. Like th- we're doing way too much for way too little, we're doing everything of it too, right? So it's like, and immediately, I remember that point, it was like, like, I don't want to do it anymore, right? So now it became a more of, ah, I have to do it, rather than, oh, I'm excited to help this client succeed and take their restaurant to the next level because their tacos are delicious, right? And yeah, I, I totally relate to that. And I actually, I want to encourage people to, do that exercise, sit down and ask himself, am I charging enough? Um, because if not, I feel like we're just doing a disservice to the other 100%. person on, on the other side. So totally. I want to use this to transition a little bit into finding that different. Because, you know, we have been exposed to that concept from legendary marketer, Christopher Loghead. He's amazing. Um, if, if you guys don't know him, go and check him out. His book is called Play Bigger. But he talks about finding your different. He actually has a podcast called like that, now that I think about it. But Megan, mm-hmm. I, I love that concept because a lot of people are like, yeah, this model was working out. And then he's like, oh, you're just fitting into what everybody else is doing instead yeah. of standing out. And sometimes people are afraid of standing out because that comes with judgments. That comes, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It, it just puts you right there on the target for a lot of people, with, which might be intimidating for some. But how, first of all, how do you define being different for, you know, for entrepreneurs, coaches that you help? And what are some of the steps that they can do to either become different, embrace their different? Yeah, I love this question. This is like my whole purpose. So this is like exciting and <laughs> I could go on for hours. <laughs> love it. Um, it's um it's so interesting because like 
you know, be different, be you. It's really easy to say, and it's really hard to do because like you said, uh, but when you're posting on social or going live, doing podcasts, whatever it is, you're immediately exposed to judgment and you cannot please everyone. You know, you could be someone who most people will get along with and like, and you're still going to get yeah. um, hate. I would like to consider myself that someone like that. I don't usually ruffle feathers, but I still get hate, you know, yeah. and I'm bold, but I'm not like, I'm not outspoken on like huge things really. And so it's just inevitable. So I think one is, having a plan this is like to help you with the mindset of being able to do a cu couple of quick tips i'll i'll give you um have a plan for when that happens like mm. know it's gonna happen know you're gonna get you know someone trolling you someone disagreeing with you which isn't a bad thing it means that yeah. you're drawing your line in the sand and really polarizing which is actually important um but what's your plan for when that happens are you going to delete the comment are you going to reply thoughtfully are you going to private message the person um it's going to depend obviously on the comment too and I've done both. I've had times where I had a constructive conversation with someone based on their response. And it was great because I'm open to all perspectives, right? I encourage yeah. all perspectives. But then I've also had just like troll comments and I'll just delete them and block them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, not enough, not my time, not worth my time. So think about like how you're going to respond. And I think just knowing it's going to happen and knowing you have a plan for when it does is going to help you feel more confident. A second thing that I see a lot of people struggle with when it's like, be you, um, that I really struggled with was judgment from family or friends. Mm. And it's funny mm. to say that because I have such a supportive family and such supportive yes. friends, but my friends outside of entrepreneurship and my family, they're not in entrepreneurship. So like, they don't get it. They don't understand why I put my life out there or all that stuff. Right. And especially in the beginning, before I was really making good money, it probably looked like not serious in a sense, you know what I mean? Like wasn't taking it seriously. And so I was constantly nervous. And for a few years, I put very surface level, very like PC, no one's gonna, no ruffled feathers posts. And guess what? They were so lost in the crowd because they were boring and they didn't stand for yeah. something or stand against something. And I finally just sat down and I literally had a talk with my friends and my family. And I was like, hey, mm. I want to do this and I'm feeling it's, it's all me. It's not you. You're not doing it. Like I was the one coming up with all this, like the, these limiting beliefs that weren't true. And I just told them and they were super open. They're like, we're going to support you. We might not understand what you do, but like, we don't really care in a good way, you know? Yeah. 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 So that was, those are my biggest tips as far as being confident to go out there because I know that was a huge block for me and literally sitting down and having that conversation same thing with my husband sitting down having a real conversation about that and what it's going to take. Um, and then actually implementing what I call developing your unique coaching method. There's a couple parts. The first part is really getting clear on what's your approach to business. So again, I really target coaches. So I have a quiz actually that is coming out in a week, which is really Ooh, exciting. So let's go. Yeah, you can go to meganyalini.com forward slash quiz. Don't go now because it's not live yet. <laughs> it's kind of live, but you won't get your answers if you take it. It's, it's so good. Can... When people hear it, it's going to be live. Yeah, so, so don't this, you worry. this is, this oh, is going to come okay, out. Great. Yeah, cool. this is going to come out in like two weeks. So by Perfect. that time, it should be live, right? Yeah. Yes, it should be live. Yeah. Right. Awesome. As long as every, everything's on track for next week. So, um, but meganyalini.com forward slash quiz. And I, I give you a set of questions, like two minutes long, super fast to take the quiz. And you get what's called your, your main coach approach as the result. And there's four different approaches. There's strategic mindset, um, aspirational or like embodiment, and then spiritual. 
And there's probably way more, but those are the four main I've seen from coaching um, thousands of people and seeing, especially like the private clients I've coached that have just taken off in their industry. They each have a specific approach and it usually fell under one or two of these four things that I, that I just shared. So that's the first step is like, what's your approach? Because right there you're differentiating yourself. There could be four business coaches and each of them have a, a spiritual, strategic mindset and aspirational, each take a different approach. So right away, they differentiate themselves. Right away when someone's like, I want a business coach, there's four different options, four very different approaches. So they immediately don't compete with each other. Because yeah. like, I, I take more of the mindset and strategic approach. So if someone wants a spiritual business coach, they're not going to choose me because yeah. I'm not qualified to do that. And that's not my jam. I love spirituality, but it's not what I infuse in my coaching. Yeah. So if they're like, I'm looking for a spiritual coach, a spiritual business coach, they're going to go to someone else. And that when you get really clear on this, you realize there's truly no competition because you're mm. all so different. So that's like the first step of the process. And then the second step is what I call developing your signature standout. And it's essentially taking your personality and intentionally infusing it into your content. Mm. This is something that I get asked a lot because I share things like Harry Potter. Harry <laughs> yeah, Potter. Let's go. Number one fan. I wish I could say that. I have clients who are like, they no. blow me out of the water <laughs> with how obsessed they are with Harry Potter. <laughs> I've signed many clients because of our shared love for Harry Potter. Oh, so. That's, so that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> this is not fluff at all. But like Harry Potter, I, I love talking about Shit's Creek is one of my favorite TV shows. Theater, singing, acting, that whole world. Like that's a huge part of who I am. So I intentionally go, how can I infuse that into my content? I create singing videos. I create posts that compare Harry Potter to business. Like I just get a little bit more creative and like, what do I normally love to talk about or do, or what's hot in pop culture right now? Um, What is everyone talking about? And how can I take that and share my message? But from that lens, it's so much more entertaining. It's different. And you're not just like, it's again, it's easy to say be you. It's hard to actually do that. So one quick exercise, if you want me to share, I don't want to like go on too much of a No, no, please please do it. This stage is for you, Megan. Okay. (laughs) This is like, again, I could talk about this for hours. This is like all I'm focusing on this year. Before before you dive into this one topic, where can... uh, Other than the quiz, right? Where can people go to find more about this, right? Because I know it's going to resonate. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that people go in the right place. Yeah, the quiz will be a great place because then you'll get um, you'll get sent your results and then you'll get invited to the Facebook group. Definitely the Facebook group, which you just search hashtag pretty awkward female entrepreneur. You'll find it. I recommend um, it, then, even though I'm not a female, but I recommend <laughs> it. I, I, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and, and then the podcast too, the Pretty Awkward Entrepreneur podcast. It's all going to be around that. So those are the places I really, and I mean, I'm always on Instagram. I love Instagram, but those are the places you can really like consume a lot of this content. Yeah. That's more long form awesome um yeah it's great no thank you for that so the the biggest thing when you're developing like how can i intentionally market what makes me different which is your personality is write out two different lists one is going to be being and one is going to be doing and i actually kind of got inspired from this from a life coaching class i took um and in your being list write down all your personality traits and these are going to be things people literally say about you so ask your friends and your family your clients when you think about me what are three adjectives that come to mind what are associations? What are colors? What are um, objects? Like anything. What are TV shows? Like what do you think of when you think of me, right? Mm. Um, it's really good to, to do this too if you're creating a new brand. I don't recommend just being like hiring a branding person and 
just picking colors you like. My brand was very intentionally developed from these questions, which is why we've been able to have it for, gosh, almost four years now and not have to change it. So it'll save you a lot of time and money too. Uh, But that's one thing, right? So are you getting like sassy, sarcastic, dry humor, or girl next door, sweet, kind, funny, quirky, you know, pretty awkward is built because a lot of those responses were funny, quirky, silly, um, sense of humor, relatable, awkward in a good way. Yeah. And I was like, a lot of these are very similar. Okay. We need to like share this more. So that's yeah. your being list. Your mm. doing list is all the stuff you love to do, right? It's pretty simple, right? What are your hobbies? What are your routines? What do you do every day? Um, what food do you love? What, would you love to travel? What TV shows, books, um, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And really just brain dump both. Don't, don't give yourself a limit. And then go back through and circle the ones that you're like, if I have to talk about this all day, I'd be good. And if I want to be known for anything on this list, this is what I want to be known for. My sarcastic, funny, dry humor and Harry Potter, right? Let's just like combine those two, for example. And then from there, you can go, great. How can I take that and create like posts or, um, or reels, especially, or Facebook lives or podcasts, sharing that stuff and using them as metaphors. When you teach through metaphor, people get it. They like understand it finally. It might be a concept they've been taught for years and they finally get it because you taught them through a metaphor from again, Harry Potter or whatever it is. Or I've been talking about marriage and using marriage as a metaphor with business. So those are, that's like my biggest like tip as far as getting started on infusing your personality into your brand combined with what your approach is. Wow. I love it. This is master class time. Here we go. Moment number two. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You triggered the the horn, Megan. We were so quiet because we were, we were just like taking copious notes. This is is so, so incredible. Right. And we often talk about removing the friction, right? And these, these, golden ball that you just shared does that right like it removes the friction from having to discover that on your own right you're just going out being proactive asking them asking people what do you think about this right and and Mm -hmm. we've shared that in the past too and i think like even for us that's something that we we have to execute right like for us a a lot of people are like wow you guys are so much high energy the dynamic duo between you two it's 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 fun to watch and that's something that we kind of we're like okay that has to be a thing right it has Mm -hmm. been the feedback received through execution But fun fact, sorry about that. We actually yeah. had a, a coach a long time ago that <laughs> yeah. he, he said, we asked him, he's like, okay, who's going to be the attractive character? Like, it's do two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you recommend the two of us, just one? And, you know, and nothing wrong, but this is what he knew at the moment, his experiences. But he's like, oh, you guys got to pick one. Right, and we were like, "Oh man, how are we gonna do?" That doesn't feel yeah, good. That, right? that, that like, doesn't feel yeah. good. And we started going the two of us, and then we started listening to the feedback that they love the dynamic and all the stuff. And, and now it, we have yeah. two attractive characters. <laughs> well, one attractive, one attractive over here, and one not too much, not too attractive over here. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, but yeah. um, I, this I love so this. I, I love the the execution. I, if you're listening, go back and listen. It's from minute thirty eight. Take note, and I think this is a great starting point if you want to start creating that difference and you know go connect with with megan in all the links are going to be right below all you got to do is scroll down and click there yeah. take the the quiz because th- this is very valuable thank you for sharing yeah. Appreciate it, it. Yeah, it's really cool to see you explaining me this right now and mm-hmm. i'm looking at your instagram right here in my mind i'm like wow it does make sense so much like now i can put yeah. two and two together like the framework behind what people yeah. see it's a, it's a it's amazing. I, I love it's this. It's like 
just to add one one last thing, yeah. this is kind of the it's a long game. So don't be like, okay, I'm done. My method is finished. Mm-hmm. Like it's taken me years to develop this. And it's kind of the struggle I had with even diving into this this year. I'm like, this isn't a quick fix or a hack. It's not like here's your yeah. Instagram Reels training. Like Instagram Reels is so hot right now. And learning how to do it is really great. So I could like dive in, learn it and teach it. And I'm going to with my clients. But this is what really did it. Regardless of what social media platform changes are coming out, if you're on Reels, for example, and it just looks like everyone. Oh, this is so good. It was. Oh, no. Oh, it got off off a little bit. We got you back. You're good. You're good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, like, all the hacks in the world are not going to work if you don't have this. That's what I've realized. And so yeah. even though it is a little bit more long-term and it's not something that you're going to be like, oh, I know my unique method. This equaled me this much money, although I can break it down. I've done that with clients and they can see where it really changed. This is actually what will help you skyrocket your business more mm-hmm. than anything I've seen as far as like a hack, learning a, yeah. you know, learning a social media trend or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Because this is what will go through everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually just made a meme the other day. I showed my brother. It's like <laughs> this guy grabbing an onion and he's like, this onion is not going to make me cry. And then the, it's like a picture of the onion and the I, I put on the onion saying, hacks and secrets are not just going to grow your business. And then it's yeah. the guy cried. And, you know, to that yeah. is the fact, it, yeah. it's like you said, like, that mindset shift going from what is a quick win to let me learn the foundations and principles that make this work regardless of the tool or the platform or even yeah. the business, yeah. that's what's important. That's what people yeah. need to learn and understand. So for those listening, if you guys want to learn those foundations and principles, go contact Megan because, I mean, clearly she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it also serves that purpose. Like we, We've mentioned this on the show many times, right? Your message filters your audience right like and that that for us meant a lot and by message i mean these elements that you're sharing with your audience right like for us that's mm-hmm. why we wear soccer jerseys right that's why we have this amazing painting that you know don sent us right? and it's like it's high energy it's what differentiate us and if there's some friction on mm-hmm. that communication path where people don't really sync with with us is that gonna be a a, a good relationship moving forward as in are we able to communicate with this? Are we able to coach uh, what we need to coach? Are we able to execute what we need to execute? So yeah. we're removing the friction from right at the beginning because they're already in sync with with who we are. And this is exactly what, what you've done. And this is exactly what you have this amazing community behind you and supporting yeah. you. And, and either or, right? That's why you also support the community because you have these things in common. So absolutely love it. Let me ask you a question. Do you have the Lego set that you can do all the houses with uh, on Harry Potter. Just saying, because um, I, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not a huge. It's funny. My nephews are so big in Legos. I don't know why. I don't. I need to get it. I need to get it. Just saying. I've been on big Lego Lego kick lately, so that's that's why I ask. And my wife is also a big fan of Harry Potter. She, she's read the books like thirty thousand times. Nice. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna sink in there. See it. you ready. No, no friction. This relation. This, this is so awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love it. All right, Megan. So uh, as we, you know. Uh, we could talk with you for like three days straight, but we, <laughs> sadly we have to end it for the sake of our lives. Uh, what is a, a quick action point other than going to your to your links right below? What is a quick action point that somebody could uh, take and execute today and start moving forward either in their business or in their publishing or in their coaching? 
Yeah, I would, the, the biggest action step is I would take, do that exercise with the two lists, like today or schedule one to do it. Give yourself about an hour because you're going to need to message people and all of that. And then really plan when are you going to take that and create a post from it. So like, don't, don't let yourself go cool. Nice lists. That was great. But actually schedule when you're going to take that and turn that into content because those two lists can literally depict your content forever. Uh, obviously you're going to grow and you're going to evolve and yep. the list will, yeah. you know, you'll add to it, but, but start creating content based on that. Take those two lists and go, great. Am I, do I get in my stories and am I super like suit and tie and very like robotic, but on my list, it's like silly and funny. Then start, how can you do that on your story? Can you start off with a joke? Can you yeah. just be natural? Can you not wear a suit and tie? You know, like you just said, how yeah. you wear, you haven't worn a suit in how many <laughs> years, you know? So that's my biggest action step is for you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah. want to encourage people to actually do it. Put it in your calendar. Yes. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm going to do it. Do it. I, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking already on what people right. I'm going to text oh, to to ask them. You're right. not, you're not going to be one of them. Just oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Fonsi. Uh, no, man, I think this is great. You just gave us a, a cool quest for our 45 Live Challenge people. We have a, about yeah. 100 people in the, going on this challenge, and I think this is going to be very useful, right, uh, to go and do cool. it with them uh, as well. So thank you. We'll let you know definitely what, what happens if people take on the challenge. That's, yeah. that's going to yeah. be fun. Thank you. Let me know. Where would you be? Right, where would you be if you did not publish? Ooh, ooh, good question. Um, I mean, I was pursuing theater and I actually did perform, perform professionally for about two years while I was building my network marketing business. And I did a show last year before COVID. So I would probably be doing that. And I'd probably be working for a company in New York City as a marketing exec in something because I did get my degree in integrated marketing and communication. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I'd love it, but I wouldn't have the say or be in charge, which I like being in charge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Th thank yeah. you for sharing. I know it's, uh, I, we love that question because it, it presents us with like scenarios that, you know, yeah. what if, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah. we're, we're doing what we do because we, we love and we adore what we do. Like you mentioned at the beginning. So love that, the full circle, uh, in there yeah. where, um, where can people find you? I know that you, we mentioned it a couple of times in the in the show, but where can people yeah. go for that um, amazing content, for that amazing coaching, amazing community? What's their first yeah. step? So we actually just, this is such perfect timing that we're doing this interview. We just got so much stuff done. Yeah. Uh, we just got a new website. So MeganYelaney.com is our website and it's beautiful and it's all new and everything is there all free resources my blog my podcast my facebook group as well as all our programs um and then i love instagram at megan yelaney um you know again the podcast the facebook group so those are the places to hang out the most Ooh, awesome. so good i encourage everybody to go follow her go to a website i'm gonna go check out the website too and <laughs> Go join the group. It is. It's pretty cool. It's a really cool community. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All you got to do is scroll down and just click in there. Just yeah. go. Just go yeah. dig in. Ah, this is so fun. Fonzie. Mm -hmm. Good. 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 I fine. I good. Fine. Fonzie. I think we're going to have to <laughs> leave this singing for part two, Megan. I know. I hate. Okay. We'll you know, part two. We'll I hate to disappoint the audience, but we're going to have to do the singing for, for part two. Well, if they want to get some entertainment, just go to my Instagram and my I've sung in a few reels recently. And then I literally have IG singing videos as a as a whole IGTV thing. And I have a singing Ooh. highlight so you can get lots of singing. Oh, <laughs> so good. Nice. Yeah, I know. that's awesome.
Do it. We gotta practice. Do it. All no, right. we do. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at BizBrosco. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful and you are ready to find your different, please don't forget to follow Megan and share this episode and leave a five star review. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>